It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com spiritpark. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. We are back and better than ever. Tea time! Yeah, Rancid is a pre show. That's right. Hi. Oh, crap. What? Oh, crap. This is what's called... Josh, 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 Aloha, Ranger, Jen Giggles, Sarah Nichols, uh, Anthony Stevens, just... Not being prepared. Josh J, Josh Y, it's the same Josh, we have two Joshes today. Brady's uh, girl... Josh Jizz. Josh Jizz. Yeah. Uh, Bev somewhere in there, probably. We'll find that out. Probably, maybe, we don't know. All right, Bev just joined on, there you go. Hi. Hi. I don't think I drank enough water today. Maybe that's Dude, so I'm going to send you a text for something. Okay. Yeah, just sent you a text. Can you hear that? No. Okay, good. Oh, I can't either. That's fun. What happened? Damn it. I'm I'm trying to do something. Not very successfully. I appreciate that. I'm telling you, dude, I was like, and I looked at her because I was sitting for the shit monster today. We almost sent you a voice note. And I'm like, dude, why? why? I should be like, yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I literally out. And then when you sent me that text, I just get out of the shower. I was like, whoa. Oh, my God, dude. It's reverse. I'm so confused. What are you talking about? Do I have to tell people what I did on air? Oh, okay. Sorry. Are you? I did you read, read the text I sent you? No. Hold on. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Oh no. Yeah. 
It's oh. reverse. It's weird. Damn. It's weird. You know, um. Okay. So. What Ten seconds. Is it do you want to hold, hold that thought? And because we got five seconds to do a show, yeah. And then we yeah. can talk about that. Yeah. Let's do a show. Dirty monkey hookers. Sit down, shut up, and pay attention. Damn! This is the Rancifizzo Show. With your hosts, Dominic Izzo and Common Sense Ashley. From porn to politics. We touch every third rail we can find. You might want to put your headphones on so your mom can't hear this. It's been called the most entertaining 60 minutes on the internet. And it starts now. Now. Let's do this. This is the Rants of Izzo show here on Spreely.tv, streaming live into your bedroom, your phone, your car, wherever you listen. Just stream it. Hit that button. Watch. Listen live. Touch yourself inappropriately. We don't care. We want to be a part of your life in any way possible. And if we can bring you a little bit of education and pleasure, so be it. What were you saying? Is that called being desperate? <laughs> I reek of cigars and Old Spice. Desperation is not one of them. Did you know I, I wear Old Spice? I, I literally wear Old Spice. How would I know that? I'm just saying. Like I, I used to have. Ever know that? So I I wore. A lot for when I started wearing cologne, whatever in my twenties, um, I swiped my old man's. Uh, he had Havana, uh, which they don't make anymore. And I forgot which they, and it was a really great. So I had a bottle of it. I just took it, and it lasted me a couple of years. And I'm like, I got to find another scent. So I have been wearing for twenty years uh, Isi Miyake, and uh, then I read a couple of years ago, you need a wax we, on, wax off. Right, you need a, a fall and a winter scent. And oh. a spring and summer scent. So spring and summer, I wore Isi Miyake because it's very light. It's it's almost a uh, citrusy, and I, I love the scent of it. And then fall, when fall hits, I wear um, Bulgari Man in Black because I'm always wearing black, right? And it's but it's I'm like all right. And then just it's it's you know it's it's kind of pricey. So I'm going through my closet and shit, and I find a really old bottle of Old Spice and uh, some like Brute, and I'm like. I'm 47. I got a gray hair and gray beard. I technically look like somebody's grandfather. I wonder if I can get away with it. And then I just to be sure, I go online. I start Googling, do women like Old Spice? And, and it turns out, yeah, that like $5 bottle of Old Spice you get at your Walgreens, I'm like, they're done. There you go. So that's I smell of Old Spice and cigars. I don't know what the scent is, but when I was in college, my roommate wore it. And then whenever I'm out on the street and that age range walks by me, that college age, and I get a big whiff of like someone who just drowned themselves in this cologne. Dracon, dra- was it Dracon Noir? I don't know, dude. I should have it asked. Smells like because clubbing. When I, when I smell it, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's like the, yep, that was the clubbing from the 90s. It's will, like, it just brings you right back. I can... So a, a woman I date, woman, she was a kid. We were 22 at the time. Um, I can still smell today. They don't make it anymore. And it's extremely expensive if you buy it on eBay. Donna Karen's Chaos. If any woman smells that and you're in a crowd of 100 people, I could find you easy. That was a smell I associated with like one of the first women I was head over heels in love with. And man, if somebody wears that, I am like, oh my, it just, I'm Where are back. you? It's 25, it flashbacks 25 years ago. Um, all right. So I sent you a text message. I overdosed on caffeine today and you were going to say what? Okay. There is something, and I can't remember what it is, where if you take a prescription for some condition, but, and I think it might be like ADHD, like a Ritalin type of thing, but you don't actually have ADHD, but they think you do. So they give it to you. It can have the complete opposite reaction. Ritalin is either an upper or a suppressant. Yeah. It's and so if someone chemistry. takes it, right, and you're hoping for it to do X, Y, Z, and then it does the complete opposite, that means your body doesn't actually have what they think you have in so order to I have don't, that so counterbalance I don't, it. So I don't need a prescription for Adderall. You do not. That's not your problem. Your your problem is um, sucks the attention span of a gnat, but it's not because of ADHD. I think it's just because of your personality. <laughs> I think you just choose, choose not to pay attention to anybody until you're ready. 
much like right now. That's well, who do that's, we have a guest a on? Choice. Yeah, I know we have a guest on tonight. Who's our guest? Yeah, guys, we do have a guest on tonight. He is a musician artist, Sean Danielson. He's going to be joining us at the second half and a really cool guy. We've been chatting offline a little bit and just seems like a real down to earth, nice, friendly, humble human being. So I'm, I'm excited we to get to know who this like person that. is. We need more people to come on. No, have a cool no, vibe. no doubt. Yeah. Does he no look doubt. like he smokes weed? I would say the appearance would look as though, yes, but I don't, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he doesn't. Let's hope that he has that cool vibe where we're just. Let's ask him. him. Do you smoke weed? I'm going to say no. Yeah. uh, Just in the chat. I wear Donna Karen's cashmere mist. I might have to go find (laughs) that's close to it. There's a, there's uh, Donna. I don't know when that one came out, but Donna Karen in the, uh, early 2000s started to make a, a like a discontinued chaos, probably, I don't know, 05 or something, maybe, maybe 02, somewhere in there. And then the next line that came out was similar to that. You know what I wear? What do you wear? Soap. Nothing. S- dial soap. Irish spring. Don't be. Dude, don't know. Don't knock it. I, I use, I, so I don't, I don't do I'm that joking. whole like body wash stuff. I literally use a bar of Irish spring on my head, know. my Most beard, my body. It's a great we scent. We know. Yeah. One and done. Just one soap, full body, in and out. And I, I used to, when I started going gray, I used to go to the salon and purchase the $20 bottle of uh, shampoo for men with silver hair because I had no, I didn't have a goatee or facial hair back then, but I had like silver hair. And it's mm. purple and it comes out purple. And it washes yeah. white or whatever, and because it's supposed to like, I'm surprised I don't have yellowing uh, stains in my beard or my uh, hair from the cigars I smoke. Oh, that's true. I know. How that is an interesting point. I wonder why you don't. Because I'm fucking is- cool. Um, Good that you don't. People are gross. talking now about the elections going around. We're getting closer to voting date again. I've not tried to even get remotely interested in any of this stuff. I'm breezing through social media, blah, blah, blah. And, and, the, and the things today that I literally was scrolling through and I'm going, keep going, right? I saw one viral video on TikTok of black women dressed as if it was the 1800s picking cotton. I saw that one too. And they're they were saying, twerking. And they're saying, oh, here you go. You're going to sue Kanye West for talking bad about George Floyd's. But let's let the good old Negro, the farmhand Negro, go out there and pick that cotton and do a TikTok video because that's not offensive. Viral. It went yeah. viral. Over two million Over a views. million. Over two oh, million. Two million? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not understanding that at all. These two, like, 20-something-year-old, maybe late 20s, early 30s, Black two females are in a cotton field wearing reminiscent 1800 clothing. Yeah, like floral dresses, right? Oversized. I think they stuffed their behind with some pillows, if you will. So they're bent over the one. They got the mammy look going on there. Right. Twerking and then holding a basket and her friends like throwing cotton at her. Um, Okay. I mean, okay. Okay, Dom, it's fine. That's fine, Dominic. Fine. Do it. Whatever. But don't be critical of what someone else is choosing to do. Like, okay, you decided you wanted to go film yourself in a cotton field, picking it, dressing in what you're wearing, twerking. Like, okay. It's not hurting anybody. uh, We have audio from... um, Be my woman, girl. Be your I'm just an old farmhand. Working on Master's Cotton Field. I'm going to do me some twerking. Do they? They don't have twerking yet here. It's, it's coming up on the turn of the century. I'm just working for Master. I'm a farmhand Negro out here for uh, Master's Cotton in Alabama, 1822. That's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Let me explain something, brother. We're, and this is where we push. This is where we push the limits on the show here. Because number one, 
I'm pretty fucking tired of the double standard that's out there where you got to tiptoe around any culture. And it's not blacks. It's liberal whites. And yes. they're enabling the black community. Out here in my area, we have Evanston, Illinois. We have Wilmette, Illinois. And that's right on the border as north as you can go between Chicago and, and uh, um, uh, uh, crap. Um, I can't remember the town that I used to work near. Waukegan, Illinois. And it's right on the lakefront. And these are these millions of dollar homes that are saturated with white people. And you have their hate has no home here and the gay pride flag and this and that. And these are the same liberal white cocksuckers who wouldn't take a busload or a single family of uh, refugees from another country, let alone a poor black child who's just trying to get better through the system in the south side of Chicago, whose uh, you know, brother or father might have left or gotten shot but it's okay because we have to vilify demonize the conservative white man and god forbid the conservative police officer that i was and then we could demand racial equality racial equity we could demand how uh, how dare you appropriate my culture and then you're going to get a couple of dumb 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 teens who happen to be black and they're going to make fun of their own fucking culture and you can't say anything about it because if you do, clearly you're a racist. Until the powers that be recognize white liberalism is the death of America and it perpetuates black ignorance and stupidity that keeps themselves in this cycle of dumbass self self-imposed slavery, nothing will ever get done. So make your little TikTok videos, go picking cotton, go fight against everything that the people who genuinely fight or fought against to fix and look like stupid asses and we're going to mock you and make fun of it because it's my free, uh, free speech and right to do so. There you go. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Yeah, I have a different spin wait, on this. Wait, I deserve this. I deserve this. I deserve that. I I can't hear it, but I think that was applause, right? It was. Okay, good. What do you got? Uh, Kind of similar, but not really. It was interesting. This um, Some homeless guy was eating out front of a Starbucks, and the staff was telling him to leave. And I don't know if it was another patron or just somebody cruising by got the camera out and started filming. Was this the axe guy? No. Oh, because you axe. saw him. You saw him, right? At, oh, go oh ahead. yeah. No, not. He no, was no. released. Was like McDonald's or something. Totally unrelated. Oh, okay. This is released. at Starbucks. A homeless guy was sat outside at a table eating his purchase and the staff guy wanted him to leave. And another passerby was like, hey, hey, what's the problem? Why can't you let him sit here at this table? He purchased what he's eating and he's going to sit here like everyone else and eat his food. Why are you asking him to leave? And then there was a police officer there and the police officer was trying to like navigate like, okay, do we ask this transient to leave because the shop employee wants him to leave? And then a passerby are just like, chimed in with what he thought was appropriate. And I'm watching this whole video and the whole time I'm thinking, okay, the pastor buyer is trying to be like a good human being and support another human being's right to just sit and eat the food they purchased like anyone else. Uh, wait, shop, wait, wait, is that a right? No, hold on. Okay. The shop owner who um, allows people who paid for their food to sit at the tables outside, isn't wanting this person to sit outside. Now the part that isn't really discussed is the shop owner sees this guy every day. The shop owner knows that the guy will come in and buy something and okay. sit outside and then sit there all day long. Right. That's, then the shop owners, that's fine. And the shop owners like eat your stuff and then I need you to go. And that's why the cop was there to be like, eat your stuff and then we need you to go. But okay. So what, to your point, what you were just saying, like the white wokes are trying to defend the blacks and the blacks are jumping on the bandwagon of like, woe is us. And the whites are need to like kiss our feet and lick our boots and whatever, because you've oppressed us for, you know, centuries. And uh, the whole thing to me felt really strange 
the homeless person is a human being, just like the police officer, just like the shop owner, just like the do-gooder, passerbyer. And they're talking in front of the homeless guy as if he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. They're all trying to figure out what's best for what the homeless guy should do, completely not even acknowledging his ability to speak for himself, to acknowledge that you're talking right in front of him like you're he's a child. That's kind of how I feel the white wokes are treating the blacks. Like, 100, 100%. Hey, you guys are oppressed. You guys need more stuff. We need to give you reparations. You guys need free housing. You guys need free banking. You guys need free college. You you guys need a lot of stuff because you've been you've been marginalized. And at what point are the blacks going to be like, shut up? They, uh, there was the uh, the man on the street interviews where people were like, so what do you think about, about voter laws? And you saw white liberals going, well, you know, it's kind of hard for blacks to get IDs. And literally, this was a couple of years ago, the, these dumbass white liberal kids were like. No, blacks don't know how to go to the DMV or use a computer. It's like, are you well, kidding Biden me? Biden literally said that. And they believe it. It's The liberalism is so unbelievably stupid. Uh, it's Here's another example. It's like two men one at, at a Home Depot, right? See a woman in an aisle trying to figure out that's what lumber. she needs to buy, that's right? Lumber. And they You're walk up and they go. Five-eighths pipe stretcher. Hey, Missy, you need some help yeah. over here? Can I? I come here all the time. I can help you. What are you looking for? And you're like, no, I didn't ask for your help. I can read the signs. If I need help, I'll ask for it. Are Are you trying to be chivalrous at that point? Or are you just being misogynistic? Like Ashley, I, did you know that mansplaining is short for man explaining? I didn't. Thank Man, you. Wow. Where have I been my whole life? You're welcome. That's kind of what it feels like. The liberals are so offensive and they don't even know how offensive they are. And then the blacks allow them to completely belittle their intelligence. I'm just over here going, where's the tea? I will watch this explode in slow motion. I've never, I've never, I've never been with like friends with anyone white or Hispanic or uh, black that plays the poor victim card. I, I, so I, I, I got rear-ended in Chicago. Uh, this was 2018. Tapped, right? A guy tapped me at a light. It was two in the morning and he was drunk. It was a drunk Hispanic guy. And I get out of the car and the first thing I ask him is like, you got insurance. Oh, are you calling me racist, man? I almost oh. beat, I literally, well, I was running for sheriff at the time. I almost beat the shit out of him because there was two of them and they were getting all amped up. And I'm like, I, I'm uh, so I, it took me three calls to get the fucking police out there. But, um, I was so pissed at that's where you go. He had a heavy accent. I a hundred percent believe that he had no valid driver's license. He was driving a beat up car. He was drunk. I've said it a million times. Crime and culture are insanely connected. The drunk Hispanic community. Yes, it's racist. You want to say it's racist. I'm so tired of tiptoeing around issues. Hispanic men work five jobs to support their family and they drink and they do cocaine to do so. Why are we shadow? I'm so sorry of this shit. Whites are school shooters. White men cheat on their wives. Let's go all over the place. I'm so fucking tired of having to sit there and say, you can't talk about this race and this crime, but we can make TikTok videos with blacks just dancing and where and mocking what they went through. And then you turn around. What are whites not allowed to laugh in the comment section there? If you're a white person, are you not allowed to Oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is ridiculous. Are you not allowed to do that? It's insane. The stupidity of what's going on. It's culture. It's dumb. And honestly, this all needs to go away. And the more they try to push this stuff, the less I have an iota of empathy. I watch after we get done, I eat, and, and and I was watching clips of CNN and their black hosts. Do you have any idea what they say about whites on there? You, If it was any other culture that spoke about the black community that way, that person's bank account would be froze, their job would fire them, you name it. But these blacks who are on the liberal side are the the most racist human beings. They hate-filled race. If they could, they would enslave whites and they would ship them off to another country. Uh, End of story. They are evil human beings. And the white liberals would sign up to be enslaved to make up for their errors that had no connection to. What? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we did this to you. How dare us? 
Why? It's really a it's it really does my brain in when you see these videos back during the BLM protests, and then you have the groups of whites kneeling and kissing the feet. Oh of God, remember that? Blacks. It is the most odd visual and the blacks are crying and the whites are crying and everyone's like, well, the blacks are just watching. And I, and I, and I, Oh, if you could actually read somebody's mind, I would have loved to have read the minds of the black people standing in this crowd while white people were knelt kneeling over, knelt down, kissing their feet, wiping their feet, apologizing for stuff they didn't even do. I, I could imagine some of the people in the crowd, the, the blacks specifically, to be like, oh, this is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going I'm just going to stand here because I've told I was supposed to stand here. But this is wild. I, I, I'm a man and it's difficult. I, I, um, I watched another TikTok video of somebody like asking a homeless guy for uh, quarters. He goes, yeah, I got to wash my car. I'm short. A couple quarters. you have any? And the guy said, yeah, that's all I got. I got two quarters. And then... The guy filmed the TikTok video goes, you know what? You're the first person to give it. Here's $500. And right. the guy immediately, his pride was up. I can't accept that. Can't accept that. And the white guy goes, or the, it was a white kid. It doesn't really make a difference what it was. He goes, um, well, you're humble. He says, you're so humble for giving me this. He goes, do you know that accepting this money is a sign of humility? And I thought about that for a second because mm-hmm. I, I did a live earlier today. Somebody jumped on and they were giving me praise. And I was so uncomfortable hearing a compliment. But then I thought, wait a second, it's taking a lot for this person to compliment me. It's my job to accept it and listen, right? So there's humility in accepting stuff and it's very uncomfortable. I have to wonder at what point, if your culture is nothing but hand out, hand out, hand out, hand out, you're oppressed, you need, you can't do on your own. At what point are you like, this feels fucking disgusting. What kind of a man am I that, oh, look, I'm black. There's a line of people waiting to get into metal school school. I couldn't even pass the uh, entry exam, but I'm going to get in. Oh, look, I'm going to get free X, Y, and Z. I'm going to get, I'm going to pump out a bunch of kids and government assistance is going to do whatever. And it's for poor and there's whites who abuse it. I, I don't give a shit. And I hope that we piss people off and I hope corporate HR gets calls for this. I really do because this needs to be addressed. I am tired of this racial division that is meant to, that is meant to, the, the, the fear. They capitalize on the fear of people who are, we're going to get canceled. We're gonna, we can't say this. Fuck it. People need to say it. The black culture in America is the most fueled up, abused, and easily to manipulate because no one operates with more emotion than the black community because they're kept uneducated. They're kept stupid. They violate their school systems. They break their school system, keep them fucking drunk on dr- booze in their, in their liquor stores, high on drugs, in the gang system, break up. They are so manipulated that the urban black culture is the pawn of America and the white ass rich liberals have been laughing for decades because they got rid of your chains and they put you in housing and they still have you in slavery and you just don't realize it. What are you going to do? That's where the applause goes. Oh. Cheers. You know, I think every little pocket in America has their own version of a community, a lifestyle, a generational perpetuation of demise, if you will, because I have the visual of the whiskey tango trailer park living generation after generation after generation. The father's the drinker, the mother's the drug addict. They have a baby, they fight the kids raised in this very unstable household and then they leave early and then they don't know any better. And then they go perpetuate the same thing that they saw in their home. But they're not blaming I, culture for it. They're not blaming right. society for those well, stupid hold on. whites are. I, I think that there's definitely not in the same realm, but I think there's something to be said for when you think that there is some other entity that's going to take care of you. You don't ever learn how you can actually work out of that beaten down, kept down mentality. 
So what you're saying is true. The blacks are going to rely on the government handout. That's what they've been told that they deserve because they've been so chastised and diminished from their past. And so to teach them actually, no, you can do a lot more than just hanging out in project housing and get it in the handout. I think the up- same can be said for each 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 kind of pocket of, of cultures that don't ever learn. You can you can break out of the cycle. You you brought up Stacey Abrams the other day in that abortion thing. Yeah. She acknowledged that killing children is the way to solve this problem. And if you don't Correct. notice, it's all the very well-articulated Don Lemons of the world in the black community. Stacey Abrams, Don Lemon, uh, KFC, whatever her name is. All the very well-educated blacks. I I don't know how else to say this. Have you ever been to like New York or Chicago in the city? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you able to understand what the urban black community is saying if they talk to you? Well, I didn't frequent those parts. I can't understand. It's, it was called Ebonics when I was mm-hmm. in high school. I don't know what they call it now. It's a lack of proper education. It's like Cardi B talk, but worse. Oh, 100%. Car- it's like if Cardi B wrote a, a, an essay and somebody tried to read it, those aren't the people who are being represented. They're being represented well, by people who don't give shit about Well, it's the same scene from Airplane that you've played before. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak jive. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those types of, you know, inner workings aren't really seen when you go down to Times Square. You know, when you're a tourist, you're not really going into the projects, hanging out at the local corner shop and having these interactions with the youth, Did if you, you will. So, you probably no. didn't see Family Man. I think it was called Family Man, Nicholas Cage. It was almost mm-hmm. like a Scrooge thing where he goes back uh, to live. I the did. Life. So do you remember when Don Cheadle, who was like the ghost of Christmas past, when he got the gang member he played going in the store? That was Vaguely. scary. That was, mm-hmm. he, Don Cheadle did a very good uh, rendition of a thug. That's a lot of what black America is in the cities. And you won't see that on TV when it, outside of the riots when it comes down to representing the black community. If you educate those people and you start teaching them properly, you start, you're gonna, you're going to breed out the ignorance. They will thrive without you, and they will have a very strong place in America. But the white liberal and the black liberal, they don't want that. They don't want that at all. Agreed. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's do a... uh... (laughs) Prepare yourself. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the show are exclusively just that. Opinions. That means that they shouldn't be the cause of your state of being offended. Why does everybody get so butthurt? Okay, let's go. Ready, go!
Rantsofizzo.com. Rantsofizzo show here on Spreely.tv, the home of free speech. Speak freely. Spreely.tv. Make sure you go to the Rantsofizzo.com for every way possible to support the show, including merchandise, when the show is available to watch. If you missed and you want to see live, uh, previously live videos, shows, or clips of the show, Clips, clips, not clips, clips. Or if you want to listen to the podcast, it's available. Don't forget also 917society.org slash rants. Help support getting a constitution into the hands of the youth of America today. 917society.org slash rants. Let's go to the uh, chat. Good job. So Dulce Neville said, I grew up in Phoenix. Just about every black and Latino I knew hated whites. And they're taught that way, right? Unbelievable. April Oil, I first saw Don in, oh, Don Cheadle in the Golden Palace. Uh, Brady's One Girl Five says, Little Blessings daycare workers charged with felony child abuse. That'll do it. Uh, Andy Stevens, Dom sounds like me on the daily. I'm tired as fuck of all this shit. Jess says, Dom's on a roll tonight. I do what I can. Um, Bev says, what deodorant do you men use? I switch. I do that Tom's every now and then. Because I'm like, I don't want the aluminum and Tom's is natural, but then again, I don't give a shit. So lately I've been on Arm & Hammer uh, deodorant from the store. I go to the dollar store for all my, like, toothpaste, hair care products, deodorant. Because that's what ballers do. I ball that shit Random up. flag, he came to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Mouthy Southsider, love the way that Tom says, cocksuckers. April Arroyo, I first saw Dawn in the Golden Palace. Oh, going back to sun. Kim Z, I bought my husband some ballsy soap with sack spray. Hope that smells good. <laughs> the Aloha Ranger, screw both the liberals, conservatives, and all political parties. They do nothing than the do nothing more than divide us. Keep us stupid and ignorant. Be an independent and abide by the Constitution. Too true, too true, too true. We love your chats. We look at them during the uh, break, and we like to see that you guys are interacting with each other. Remember, you can call in. The phones, we're going to be opening them a lot more, 708-982-0974. If you're watching, you can see it at the bottom of the screen there. We want your interaction. We want to touch you. We want to re remember, reach out and touch someone. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> you can't yes. say that today. Can't I don't think today. you could. No, that's weird. All right, Rantsofizzo.com, guys. We love you here on Spreely.tv. Do you want to bring a guest in? Let's do it. All right, let's bring a guest in. Ah, look at that. Hello. How's it going, guys? Oh, my God, you can hear us great. We didn't have that load up there. And you sound great, too. Yeah. It's my high-tech, ancient computer built-in mic. Yeah, you well, you think you're a musician, so you would know not to come on with like crappy audio. So we really appreciate that. To be honest, <laughs> you sound <laughs> yeah, really this good. Is an old computer. You sound so good. everybody just tuning in and who's been with us, hopefully the whole entire hour. We want to welcome Sean Danielson to the show. He is an American musician and artist. Uh, you're you're a painter. He's best known for um, being a guitar and a lead vocalist. Uh, of American rock, but I've also seen somewhere that that they categorized your type of music as grunge too. So we're going to talk about that. He's currently with the band Smile Empty Soul. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. What is the genre that you think you you fall within? I mean, we're just an alternative rock band. You know, we're pretty straightforward. We're very '90s influenced, so grunge could could easily describe what we sound like you know okay how old are you all right i'm 40 okay so um, yeah you remember the grunge era oh yeah yeah and, and our first record came out in 2003 when i was 21 so i've been doing this for almost 20 years now and um our sound has stayed relatively similar the whole time so you're on the road a lot and I was just seeing your schedule and kind of all the different places you're hitting and playing. And I've, I'm seeing people as any performer, you know, you always get hit up with like, why aren't you coming to my town? And, you know, you have a whole schedule that you have to keep. Do you find that when you're thinking about where you want to go perform, you do stay away from certain locations that just maybe don't provide you the audience you're you're jiving with how does it work as an artist 
Yeah, you know, there's a lot that goes into um, to where you're going to go. In, in our case, I work very closely with our booking agent, um, and I, I have taken control kind of of, of where we go um, more so than most artists do um, just because I'm out there living it and booking agents aren't. So they will throw you wherever sometimes and, and give you drives that are almost like humanly impossible to do. And um, so I, a long time ago, I kind of started working a little bit more closely with my agent and making sure that when it's cold, I stay down South. You know, I, I only go up to the, the Northern regions during the summertime where it's really hot down in Texas and Florida and all those places. So I started, um, manipulating our schedule based on, on weather and, and, uh, um, and whatnot years and years ago. But, um, in more recent years, I've actually cut out some, some other States just based on, um, crazy, insane gun laws too, because I will not, uh, travel completely defenseless with thousands of dollars in cash in my, in my so vehicle. We'll never get you in Chicago then. Got it. Understood. Thanks. Great. Yeah. Great to have you on. Peace out. Is that where, is that where you are? Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we go to, uh, we go to Joliet, you know, we, oh, we oh, no, you're fine there. No, Joliet is like, Joliet is one of the biggest cities that we have and it's a good uh, hour south of Chicago. And right. that's where like uh, Blues Brothers, you know, when you think of Joliet, it's Blues Brothers. It's a rough fucking town. Joliet's <laughs> a rough town. Yeah, well, you guys- we go to a lot of rough towns and that's why I always have a, a weapon on us for self-defense. I mean, we carry, we carry cash. We travel in a very nice large vehicle and we go to places where crackheads are abundant. So, you know, <laughs> it, it, why would I go to, um, you know, my, my original home state of California when even if I break my gun down and, and, and have it in a lockbox separated from the ammunition, I could still get a, a felony gun charge just for entering the state. You know, um, it's, it's not worth risking that felony gun charge. And it's also not worth doing an entire tour completely defenseless just to go into a state like California. So we've kind of cut out the three West Coast states and we don't do Maryland, uh, New Jersey, New York or anything above it. Because going through those states is also pretty risky. How have you seen it change? That's a long time to be on the road performing. You've probably witnessed and felt the changes. What has been the most kind of blaring and maybe even a good change? I'm, I mean, change sometimes isn't always good. It can be. Right, right. What do you see happening out there on the road because a lot of people just stay in their little neighborhoods and their little communities they go to work they go to their store they have their little five mile radius but you're out there moving about the country what do you see i mean like you said there's just a lot of change that's taking place in our society in the last 20 years and um i do you know a lot of people watching and and like to just sit and think about these things, but you know, society in general has just gotten uglier hmm. and people have gotten more and more selfish and self-centered. Hmm. And in, in my personal opinion, things have just gotten uh, worse, you know, and more negative. I definitely enjoyed the way our society was um, as a whole and just, individual people a lot more back in the early 2000s when we first started doing this. It's a shame that you had to, uh, you're, you're a performer, you're an artist. It, it, it blows me away that you're put in a position to even remotely have to think about this stuff. Has that influenced, uh, anything? I mean, did you, I mean, you know, 20 years musician, you're playing for everybody, this and that. Have you, has it changed who you are or how you deliver your, uh, your art? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you have to be, you, you're, you're a product of your environment, you know? So, so all the things that we experience, um, all the interactions that we have, it, it, it molds how you go about doing things in the future. And, uh, you know, especially in this social media driven era, I mean, it's like I was saying before, it's gotten very ugly. Like you can't, you, you can't say anything on, in a Facebook post without having, you know, 
so many people flying at you, um, telling you you're wrong and, 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 you know, being completely rude, you know? And, and, uh, so it's just a, it's a strange world to operate in, you know, being a musician and, and having to run those types of social media platforms and, um, you know, it's, it's just a strange, like I said, the, the world's gotten more negative and, uh, you just got to be careful how you do things. Are you, are you, uh, what would be the word for? Are you like molding your music around any of those issues? Cause we've seen some people and I, it's, we're, we're libertarian, conservative libertarians, right? We don't care what somebody says or does just don't force it down my throat. Uh, I was, I had somebody right. actually was confused a couple days ago. I was on YouTube and I ran across somebody who was like uh, doing the style of like almost thirties jazz music. And I was like, this woman's incredible. Shared her stuff. She's a raging liberal. I don't care. She's got phenomenal music. I'm going to share it. Um, has, has either side, if you will, help shape the way that you uh, kind of, uh, you know, create and deliver your art now. And are, do you find yourself kind of catering to one crowd more than the other? Well, I mean, obviously music is the, the music industry is raging liberal in general. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a scary, it's a scary world to operate in when you're not a raging liberal like me. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm in agreement with you. You know, I, I think that, that freedom is, is the ultimate most important thing. And, and, and uh, we need to preserve that and everyone should have the right to think and feel the way that they do and, and also speak uh, their mind and, and, and uh, you know, freedom of speech is something that needs to be protected here. Um, but it's an interesting industry to operate in when you aren't totally just all about all of the social justice issues, you know. You didn't drink the Kool-Aid, as they say. No, no. I mean, I, when I was young, I was I was I was liberal, you know, and, and uh, as I got older, you know, I, I had a kid and and I I matured and I started to see the world Paying taxes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you are handling your own money and, and, you know, you just see the way things kind of work and, um, you know, they, they really lost me too with the, with the, the trans, the, the trans movement and, and the, the bathroom issue and, and some of these things that just fly in the face of common sense to me just started pushing me away and, and making me see things differently and question this and that. And, and, uh, so it's, it's interesting to operate in this world, not being a part of all that. Um, I don't, I don't go around saying a lot, you know, opinion wise on, on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. But I, I do embed my opinions kind of cryptically in my lyrics and in my art. And I think that's the best way to, to do things because a lot of people out there are not sharp enough to even pick that up. And so you avoid, you weed out a lot of that, that hate that might fly at you because they're just not picking it up and not sensing it. And then other people that may normally say something to you, if you are just blatantly saying your opinions might not fly at you for that. If it's embedded in your art, because it's, it's your art. So is, is that, that enough that, for you? Is, is that enough of a release for you? Or do you wish that you could just go off and, you know, like be like Sean uh, Penn, it's just the, the, an artist, an actor, and then he could tell you what you should be doing, spending your money, living and how guilty you should feel. Or is that enough for you just expressing it in your art? Well, I don't, you know, I don't even care to tell people what to do. I mean, it's, it's just not my place. And I, I don't, I don't give a damn about that. I'm not trying to, to convince anybody else of this or that necessarily. And, and my, my art, I, I create my art for myself pretty much. It's therapeutic for me and it's enough to get it out there in that and, and say what I need to say in, in the world artistically. And, and, you know, once in a while I do say something, I mean, this holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark.
That's nationalharbor.com slash spirit park. When the, uh, when venues were start, when, when everything was coming back from the, the Rona shutdowns, um, venues started, you know, requiring a, a vaccine pass to get in here and there. And, uh, that, that just flies in the face of, of everything I stand for personally. And so I, I made one post where I just explained like, Hey, you know, if, if we lose a couple shows on these upcoming tours, this is why we're not going to play those shows. And, mm. you know, if you want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. But if you, if you don't, you shouldn't have to. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be the reason that somebody that's on the fence about it goes and gets it just to come to my show. Uh, not that that would even happen, but I don't want to be that that reason. Even just you know, in case it would happen here or there, um, and just just putting that out there in a very rational and reasonable way, it, it just got me so much hate and criticism on on Facebook. It's just insane, you know. Facebook it, uh, is a real uh, cesspool, vile place. It is. Compared to the other platforms, I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know what it is about Facebook, but damn, they eat you up over there. I want to talk to you about your art. So you're a musician, you're an artist, you have creative juices. You've talked about how things have changed for a more negative spin. When creative people get blocked creatively, <sighs> right? You come up against like, something that just blocks your creative juices and you know you 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 can't really put anything to canvas you can't really put any beats together oh what look you... at you in the lab today <laughs> damn what I said, look at you in the lab today what does that even mean you get dropping the beats man oh the bars yeah, whatever the beats <laughs> yeah so what do you do what do you do as a creative artist to like uh flow through those moments where you're like, God, I just have nothing right now because the world is so heavy and it just feels like, ugh. like, what do you do? Well, in, in those scenarios, it's best to just put down the, the, the pen or the, or the paintbrush and, and just shift and go just live your life for a while because your subconscious mind works on problems when you're not focusing on them. So when you, I found that even, you know, whether it be creative or or just problem solving in regular life, if you're, if you're banging your head up against the wall, you just put it down, you walk away, you come back to it later and you're half the time your subconscious mind will have worked through the problem and it'll just pop right up instantly. I like that. That is true. Cause that a lot of times you'll dream, you'll dream about what you're dealing with in the conscious and then your dreams will bring you not always solutions. Sometimes they're frustrating dreams, but like you're still always trying to like grind through a problem. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Your nice. subconscious mind is so powerful and it's always, it's, it's, it never stops. So, you know, you could turn your conscious mind off for a while and just focus on making lunch for your daughter or whatever it is you do normally. And, and when you come back to it, sometimes it'll just, it'll just be solved. I heard a kid in the background do you feel you need to protect and shelter your child? I don't know. Do you have two, two, one kid, two kids? I have one, one daughter and we just started homeschooling her because she is not going to government schools. And, yeah. uh, you know, again, the world is, has gone where it's gone. And I, I, I my biggest goal in life moving forward is protecting and sheltering my daughter. Mm-hmm. Sean, what? let's let's uh, we got let's promote some stuff. We haven't talked about anything you've done. Where are you playing next? What what are you releasing? How can people you know uh, purchase your music and support you? Let's talk about some of that stuff. Well, um, we just released a brand new EP. My band Smile Empty Soul. Um, we just released a new EP a, a, a week something ago. It's called the uh, the loss of all the, the loss of everything. Sorry, um, and that is available everywhere digital music is sold or streamed. Um, but we've, you know, over the years, since 2003, we've released, I don't know, pushing 10 albums, maybe 10 albums, as well as another 
almost 10 EPs. Um, so, you know, we have like hundreds of songs out there over the years and they're all available on all of the, the normal streaming and downloading platforms like Spotify, iTunes, Apple music. All what would places. be considered like, uh, the, like, I don't know, primary, the main track of, uh, the latest album. Um, we released the first single was called manifesto. So, uh, that's a good, we got, well, we got a sample of that. Dude, that's taking me right back to friggin' the late 90s in my head. Oh, this is good nostalgia. That's uh, Manifesto from The Loss of Everything, Smile, Empty Soul. All right. You got me. I hate today's music. That's good. Even that little soundbite, I liked the lyrics right there that we heard. You know, well, like I said, I address these you know, yeah. issues in my lyrics constantly. Yeah. And, um, you know, our, our sound is, is not what's, what's popular these days. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of current rock music. I just don't even listen to any of it. Um, so yeah, if you, if you kind of crave the way rock used to be, we're a good band to listen to in those moments. Oh uh, yeah. That's when, that's when rock was better. Somebody, I, I had Pandora on the other day and it was eighties music. And somebody said, Oh, it's classic rock. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is classic <laughs> rock. When I was a kid, seventies music was classic. rock. Are you following the classic rock uh, genre now? Um, we do. Yeah. What kind what do you guys have any, uh, is it gigs still you guys have any gigs coming up? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're leaving, uh, on, on tour here. Our next tour starts, November 3rd in, uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas. And then we, we do, we do uh, a couple of Missouri dates, a Kansas date. We do a bunch of Florida gigs. Um, we've got, uh, an Alabama gig, a couple of Mississippi gigs, uh, a new Orleans gig. Um, and then we wrap it up before Thanksgiving and then we're home until March of next year. And we go back out. I mean, what we do for, four one month tours a year, pretty much. Um, just never stop doing that where we come home for a couple months. We go out for months, come home for a couple months, go out. And then each, each tour we do, we hit a different segment of, of the country, depending on where the weather's nicest, you know, Sean, everyone else, where can they find you on social media to support you too? Uh, you know, you can look up smile empty soul or Sean Danielson, um, on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, or, or Twitter. And we're there. Um, I run all of our social media pages and, uh, that's a real good time. I want to know. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the (laughs) vortex. So I want to know, you mentioned California. You used to live in California. I'm a native of California, born and raised. Always think about where I should go. Where do you call home right now? And, and would you recommend it for people looking for a reprieve from California? I live in Arkansas these days. Yeah. And uh, man, it's, it is like a, a hidden gem, you know, it's I've heard. It's, a, it's an amazing place. It's uh, woodsy and very slow pace of life and a uh, great place to raise your kids. You know, I, the moving here was the best thing, best decision. I think my wife and I ever made, we moved here nine years ago and haven't looked back at, I try to get family to move out here, but you know, it's, it's hard to pick up and just move everything. But, uh, I, I love it here. I, the South, the Southeastern U S is my favorite region of the country. I've traveled this country more than most. And, uh, I just, I love the South. It's, it's got that Southern hospitality thing. Yeah, they're people friendly. Are, they're yeah, disturbingly people are, friendly. People are, are kind, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always assholes here and there, but, the overall energy is, is, is just they actually kind of- say hi to you and they ask how you <laughs> are. And there's eye contact yeah. with smiling. The first time I started traveling was 2017 and I went down to South Carolina and I had to go to Walmart cause I forgot toothpaste and I'm in right. the Walmart shops and somebody walks past and goes, how are you? And I'm like, and it wasn't wearing the Walmart like vest. And the first thing I thought was, all right, this is the, wow. the Velociraptors attack. You're going to engage me, and two guys are going to attack me from the sides here. I couldn't believe how friendly everybody was. 
Well, what I always tell people is that, you know, growing up in California, in Southern California and living there most of my life, you know, I would find myself like stressed out just to go to the grocery store because, you know, you're, you're, you're driving in this awful traffic. People are cutting you off and, and, and they're angry. You can feel it in the way they drive. Then you get to the store, you fight for a parking spot. You go in, everybody that you're shopping next to is angry. And then you get in line and the, and the, the person that checks you out is angry. And, you know, you move to a place like Arkansas and, and that all goes away, that, that energy. And then you start living in the lighter energy and the kinder energy and it, it like lifts this weight off of your shoulders and you just feel like, wow, like this is how life can actually be. And, and it's so much nicer, you know, energy is contagious and mm-hmm. to be, to be just bogged down by all these angry people that are taking it out on you energetically just for being in front of them. It wears, you know? Don't I know. Right. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> appreciate that, Sean. Why don't you just go now? I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Enjoy Arkansas. All right. Uh, Sean Daniels from uh, Smile Empty Soul. Uh, the website again, please. I'm sorry. I didn't have it up. Well, I mean, we have, you know, smileemptysoul.com, but okay. we don't do much of that. It's mostly so- social media stuff. So if you just type in Smile Empty Soul on any of the social media platforms, you'll find us. All right. Well, thanks for the introduction of the music. We're going to be enjoying it. So it's kind of nice and we're always looking for something. So uh, congratulations on the new release. And uh, we're looking forward to building a, a little radio relationship with you here. And we'd love to have you back on. I appreciate it, you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank and, you. Uh, I'd come back on anytime. Great. Have a great Thank night. You. Thank you. Bye. You be safe. Absolutely, you too. I like his stuff. Did you hear that? The, like, I did. The lyrics, though. I the lyrics was listening to the for guitars. me when you hear what he was saying. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss that kind of music. I'm not gonna lie. Rock for me wasn't really. Uh, I could take it or leave it. I wasn't really into it, but as I get older, I like it more and more. So it's interesting how your musical tastes do change and shift. And it's like going from wine or whatnot. Uh, we got 90 seconds left. Do you want, do we want to do a wardrobe change after this and hang on and do more stuff or no? Or do you have time or no? Uh, if not, no. Does she need more? I don't know. I was just assuming maybe. This is behind the scenes stuff you guys aren't privy to. Yeah. I am going to say no. Then that's we'll fine. Do it another time. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Are we, uh, we got anything else? No, I hope everyone enjoyed that interview. He was so cool. I love when guests. We didn't ask if he smoked weed. Hang with us. Oh, dang it. Did you forget or did you just. No, because I liked him enough where I didn't want to offend him and it's none of my fucking business. Well, I know. It was just like an inside little. I actually really liked his vibe. The guy was awesome. And I got to say, everything he said about, you know, when people are like, keep your vibrations high. I, and I'm like, how do you even do that when you're inundated around other people that are freaking demons? Because he's right. He changed this area and he went to a different yes. place. Have you ever gone to like Southern, Southeast States? I have. It's and it's shockingly different. Uh, fabulous. You know, um, I, well, I went when I went. I so I've been to Texas, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, you know, uh, Georgia, Florida. And the first time I went to Texas, I actually, um, I had anxiety because I was in there for, was there for two days. We filmed a, a commercial with Ted Nugent and I had a name drop. Um, yeah, you really there. did. Oh, yeah. oh, anyways, we got to close out the show. Uh, take us home, comment says, we're, well, we got 10 seconds. Go. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Hope tomorrow, I'll tell we'll you. Back. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. No, I'm we're good. Everyone. We got 60 what seconds. Dude, what I'm so stupid. I was looking at it. Why didn't you tell me? It's only, we got 59. Anyways, I was down there and I got anxiety because I wasn't, my guard was dropped. Right? And I was like, uh, why am I so comfortable? And then I was afraid because I'm so, my guard is dropped. That means I'm not in a yellow and alert and I'm going to get mugged and raped and like somebody's going to wear my skin. And they're going to pimp my sweet ass out because I'm a good looking man. Yeah. All I know is last night there were multiple people I walked by on my dog walk that I was like not comfortable with. And it was pissing me off that I just spent $21 on a sandwich and then I had to pee my 
head on a swivel because these loser ass drug addicts were around me. And now I was we like, have 15 this seconds. Fucking hell. Now, did you know you... what? Shut up with your time countdown. All you right, just say sit bye. down. You I'm going to take as long as I want. This is my show, too. Here you can go. just sit down. But everybody, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, my God. That's perfect time. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com spiritpark We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org.